Hey guys, welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where I break down some of the best personal development and spirituality books so we can learn and grow together. For those of you that know, I love a new week. I love a new week energy. So happy new week energy to you all. I hope you take time to just think of one thing that you could do this week that would make it a good week. Anytime I set a goal for the week, I don't always achieve that goal, but it definitely gets me to do more than I would have otherwise. So just pick something that speaks to you that would make this week successful. And it could be something in your personal life. It could be something in your professional life. It could be anything. So just pick one thing. I do that every week. It really does help me build momentum and progress on my own journey and to achieve all of my goals. I was having a hard time choosing what excerpt I wanted to read today and I didn't feel particularly called to a specific book or a subject so I decided to just go back to basics to a classic to my favorite book A New Earth which I have not read from for this podcast yet and the part of the book that I'm going to read is a story that I never forget honestly I've read it so many times and anytime I want to share a part of this book with someone who's not open to reading this book I normally start here and share this story. So I'm going to be reading from the chapter on ego, the current state of humanity, and the subchapter is titled The Lost Ring. When I was seeing people as a counselor and spiritual teacher, I would visit a woman twice a week whose body was riddled with cancer. She was a school teacher in her mid-40s and had been given no more than a few months to live by her doctors. Sometimes a few words were spoken during those visits, but mostly we would sit together in silence And as we did, she had her first glimpses of stillness within herself that she never knew existed during her busy life as a schoolteacher. One day, however, I arrived to find her in a state of great distress and anger. What happened? I asked. Her diamond ring of great monetary as well as sentimental value had disappeared, and she said she was sure it had been stolen by the woman who came to look after her for a few hours every day. She said she didn't know how anybody could be so callous and heartless as to do this to her. She asked me whether she should confront the woman or whether it would be better to call the police immediately. I said I couldn't tell her what to do, but asked her to find out how important a ring or anything else was at this point in her life. You don't understand, she said. This was my grandmother's ring. I used to wear it every day until I got ill and my hands became too swollen. It's more than just a ring to me. How can I not be upset? The quickness of her response and the anger and the defensiveness in her voice were indications that she had not yet become present enough to look within and to disentangle her reaction from the event and observe them both. Her anger and defensiveness were signs that the ego was still speaking through her. I said, I'm going to ask you a few questions, but instead of answering them now, see if you could find the answers within you. I will pause briefly after each question. When an answer comes, it may not necessarily come in the form of words. She said she was ready to listen. So I asked, Do you realize that you will have to let go of the ring at some point, perhaps quite soon? How much more time do you need before you will be ready to let go of it? Will you become less when you let go of it? Has who you are become diminished by the loss? There were a few minutes of silence after the last question. When she started speaking again, there was a smile on her face, and she seemed at peace. The last question made me realize something important. First, I went to my mind for an answer, and my mind said, yes, of course you have been diminished. Then I asked myself the question again, has who I am become diminished? This time, I tried to feel rather than think the answer, and suddenly I could feel my I am-ness. I have never felt that before. 
if I can feel that I am so strongly, then who I am hasn't been diminished at all. I can still feel it now, something peaceful but very alive. That is the joy of being, I said. You can only feel it when you get out of your head. Being must be felt. It can't be thought. The ego doesn't know about it because thought is what it consists of. The ring was really in your head as a thought that you confused with the sense of I am. You thought the I am or part of it was in the ring. Whatever the ego seeks and gets attached to are substitutes for the being that it cannot feel. You can value and care for things, but whenever you get attached to them, you will know it's the ego. And you are never really attached to a thing, but to a thought that has I, me, or mine in it. Whenever you completely accept a loss, you go beyond ego. And who you are, the I am, which is consciousness itself, emerges. She said, now I understand something Jesus said that never made much sense to me before. If someone takes your shirt, let them have your coat as well. That's right, I said. It doesn't mean you should never lock your door. All it means is that sometimes letting things go is an act of far greater power than defending or hanging on. In the last few weeks of her life, as her body became weaker, she became more and more radiant, as if life were shining through her. She gave many of her possessions away, some to the woman she thought had stolen the ring. And with each thing she gave away, her joy deepened. When her mother called me to let me know she had passed away, she also mentioned that after her death, they found her ring in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom. Did the woman return the ring or had it been there the whole time? Nobody will ever know. One thing we do know, life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the experience you need? Because this is the experience you are having in this moment. Is it wrong then to be proud of one's possessions or to feel resentful towards people who have more than you? Not at all. That sense of pride of needing to stand out, the enhancement of oneself through more than or diminishment through less than is neither right nor wrong. It is the ego. The ego isn't wrong. It's just unconscious. When you observe the ego in yourself, you are beginning to go beyond it. Don't take the ego too seriously. When you detect egoic behavior in yourself, smile. At times you may even laugh. How could humanity have been taken in by this for so long? Above all, know that the ego isn't personal. It isn't who you are. If you consider the ego to be your personal problem, that's just more ego. When it comes to this book in particular, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, I, I didn't even understand it the first time I tried to read it. And it was only in the right timing with the right circumstances that I picked it up again and it just hit different and spoke directly to the depths of my soul. So anyone who has attempted to read it and just didn't connect with it, I recommend just keeping it around and trusting that it will be there at the right time. But let's talk about what we just read. I think everyone hears this story and takes it to a different place, but for me, it's just a reminder that so many times our ego will get in the way and hyper-focus on these things that don't really matter. Of course, the ring had value, right? It was an expensive ring, it had sentimental value, and when I imagine losing something that matters to me, there is a part of me that would be upset about it. And I think that's okay. But I think the most important lesson here is to remember that normally what we're upset about isn't the loss of the actual physical thing. It's what that physical thing represents in relation to our own self-worth and how we perceive ourselves. 
it's okay to like nice things and it's okay to want nice things. And I definitely can appreciate something that's nice, but we want to be aware of when we feel attached to these nice things. When I lived in nice apartments or I was driving nice cars, I always left room for detachment. I always left room to remind myself that having a nice car doesn't make me more worthy as a human being and having a not nice car wouldn't make me less worthy as a human being. As obvious as that sounds, subconsciously, we all see people who have more and view them as more worthy than us. Or we see people who have less and subconsciously perceive them to be less worthy than us. So no matter what it is that we want, or no matter what it is that we have or that we lose, we have to remember that who we are, the essence of who you are, is not attached in any way to these physical items, to these things that our ego is holding on to. But I think my favorite part of this story is actually not even about the ring at all. It's the part where they realize the ring was there, they don't, and they don't know if the caretaker put it back or if it was there the whole time, It's where he says life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. Then he continues by saying, how do you know that these are the experiences you need? And his answer is because this is the experience you are having in this moment. And I believe that when you go through life, seeing life that way, that every single moment is an opportunity to evolve your consciousness, whether it is a positive or negative, no matter what's happening. Seeing life through that lens, experiencing life that way is going to help you evolve constantly and consistently as you are meant to. I would say it's harder when things are going great. So when things actually are going, so when things actually become difficult for me, even slight inconveniences in my day or something bad happens, the first thing I ask myself is, what am I being forced to pay attention to? What is it that I was unaware of or that I tried to avoid? that I now am being forced to look at. And doing this really does make life more fulfilling because you don't see things as just happening randomly and you don't see things as happening to you like you're some victim. You see the entire universe around you conspiring for your own greater good. And just like anything in life, that's not always gonna come in an easy and comfortable and convenient way. Sometimes we have to lose to gain and sometimes we have to get sick to get healed. And a lot of the times we're so focused on why did I have to get sick or why did this have to happen? And we can always turn it to how is this happening to evolve my own consciousness? I think there are two main takeaways from this story. The first is to become more aware of where the ego is attaching itself to things. And that could be the car you drive, the house you live in, the money that you have, the way you look, your body, whatever it is that your ego is holding onto as your own sense of self-worth that you feel would diminish your sense of self if you lost those things. And I'm not saying to get rid of them, right? I'm saying to become aware of your attachment to them as a false source of self-worth. And secondly, I would say to look at moments in your day or in your week that seem negative, that seem difficult, that are inconveniencing you, and ask yourself, How would I respond to everything if I knew it was all happening to help me evolve my own consciousness? I can tell you from firsthand experience that going out into the world with this awareness and applying these concepts probably changed my life more than anything I've done to better myself and to improve myself. So definitely let that sink in and see how it plays out for you.
Of course, if you have any questions about what I'm talking about, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. I want to thank you again for your time and your presence and your support because we really are all in this together and your support is definitely a huge part of my own journey as well. So thank you so much. I hope that you have the exact week that you need to help evolve your consciousness, which is exactly what you will have and that you will have that awareness with you throughout it. Thanks again for listening. For more ways to work with me and to get some extra support, definitely DM me, reach out. I am available and love to speak to people. Have an amazing rest of your week. Love you all. Bye-bye.